Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Show. Big show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's a Big Show. Is everybody ready? Today is Tuesday, right? Take extra care to follow the instructions or you'll be put to sleep. And don't forget Taco Tuesdays. Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It is The Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Jake coming at you live from the Dish Pros, hanging out with Ryan and the crew today, 80th South and State, and of course, call them 801-424-DISH, 801-424-DISH. Austin Horton producing today, back at our Carrier Zone studios at Vivint Arena, and safely social distancing from Casa de Monson, the one, the only, Gordon Monson. Gordon, hello. Hello, Jake. How's it going, buddy? You made you it. In there? I wasn't sure you were going to get there on time. Because yeah, in fact, not. Yeah, not not only did I make it, Gordon, and, and this is where I think you'll be proud of me. Uh, I, as you uh, alluded to, un, under a bit of a time crunch, kind of a self-inflicted one, to be honest. But we don't really <laughs> need to get into that. No, no. Uh, no in no. in a bit of a time crunch, and I had uh, picked up a subway sandwich, a six-inch subway sandwich. And I ate it in that one commercial break because I didn't want to be the guy chewing on the air, having ate it, you know, just <laughs> eating it on the air. So I ate the whole thing in one commercial break, and I'm pretty proud of myself. But I was really hungry. Well, well I'm glad you got that business taken care of. So anyway, I thought you'd be proud of that. I'm did not, you speed? I'm not usually a speed eater, but no, did I you? did not speed to get down here. I did not. I, I obeyed all rules of the road. No, I did, as I've explained to you both. In the past, speeding, uh, going short distances uh, doesn't doesn't matter. You never know, though, if you if you beat a traffic light uh, and you get through it or if you don't get through it, then that can cost you five minutes right there. True. But if I get pulled over by officer friendly, (laughs) (laughs) I I don't get to where I'm going any faster. No, so. no. All you'd have to say, hey, I'm Jake from the big show. And he would say, oh, okay, you better hurry along then. You'll forgive me, Gordon, if I don't bet on that. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I, that's not my my solution. But I, I am here. I am happy to be here because uh, you and I both <laughs> have been, um, you, you know, talking to Ryan, being partners with the station uh, familiar with the operation down here for how long? I mean, we'll ask Ryan, but it's—I uh, mean, Gordon, it's like 17 years or something wild. Oh, uh, I've known—I've known Ryan since he was uh, since he was, I think, and uh, and uh, just coming out of high school, seems like. So yeah, we've been familiar that with. Was a uh, joke, Jake. That was a joke. <laughs> okay. What was the joke that he was coming out of high school? Ryan yeah. would graduate. He, he wasn't that young. Oh, I see. but we've known you. We've known him for. Take seventeen years off your life, Jake. Uh, yeah, long time. If I take if I take seventeen years <laughs> off my life, <laughs> that was a I joke, could, by the way. That goes all. I'd be if I took seventeen years off my life, I'd be sixty-eight. Nice, um, but yeah, we've known Ryan for a long time, which is uh, the point. And he's taken care of our listeners for a long, long time, Gordon. You know, uh, he kind of. We've been partners for so long. He really prides himself on on taking. Uh, he'll take care of everybody, but uh, you know, taking special care of our listeners, making sure they're happy. And uh, you and I have both called Ryan and away. You know, his group down here with uh, various problems over the years uh, of uh, various complications, and they all get sorted out. Yep, that's the good thing about having a dependable local source. You know. Yep. Yeah. Like, uh, like uh, this is my favorite one I always talk about, like the time my brother uh, laundered the remote control. <laughs> he went into, yeah. the, went into the, the old washing machine and didn't come out functional. Mm-hmm. And I got, uh, they, they took great care of me. They're, oh, they're oh I, thought, I thought you meant like remote control laundering, like, like a felony. 
No, no. Although I can see, I can see where uh, where you would uh, be confused by that. No, uh, the remote control went to his into his pocket for some reason. Like, is that where where people put their remote controls? Not and me. Uh, and it it got washed. Yeah, it, I think it went through the dryer too. Is that, <laughs> is, that a, is that a remote control in your pocket, or are you happy to see me? Wow, going with a classic joke there, Gordon. <laughs> Who said that? It was, it was Mae West, right? Uh, I honestly have no idea. Uh, I know it from Roger Rabbit. Mm. Yeah. You know you know that one scene where they're in the bar and he says, that, Eddie, is that a rabbit in your pocket? Are you just happy to see me? Uh, that's a Too Mae new West for you? Mm. Mae West? Yeah, Adam West. West? Is that Adam West, cousin? No, Mae West. It's his twin the sister. Famous, the, the famous vixen from uh, a long time 1935. Ago. Tell me I'm wrong. Really? Is that how long back it was? Pretty sure it was World yeah, War II-ish. But, yeah, but Big West is, what? I mean, that's an iconic name, regardless of whether you actually watched her pictures or not. <laughs> right? Were they, were they talking? Just like Greta Garbo. I mean, no. everybody knows those names. <laughs> they weren't talkies? Who was <laughs> Fuzzy Britches? That lady. <laughs> All I right. Cannot, uh, never mind. We don't need to. Hey, hey how's how's that. this for uh, transition from a Gordon tangent? You know, you could probably find those movies if you got hooked up with Dish from the Dish Pros. You know, you just talk into your remote and it brings it up. Oh, we should do that. Like magic. See if All Ryan right. can talk into his remote Greta Garbo and see if anything comes up. You ask Ryan if he knows who Greta Garbo is, and he, I guarantee you, he knows exactly who she is. <laughs> that's that's true, Austin, because those movies only came in reel to reel. I don't think they have been yes. updated to to <laughs> the digital those, uh, age. little cinema cinema phone thing that yeah. as, around at the fair. Those look, movies are in some about, Hollywood execs. How about Marlene Dietrich? Do you know who she is? Nope. How about, um, uh, well, it's okay. I mean, most people know those names regardless of what your age is. And if you don't, then, then, uh, yeah, I'm not that old in your experience. Then, then, okay. You, you've heard the name Henry Fonda, right? Uh, I have, uh, Errol Jane, Flynn, Jane's father, um, <clears throat> Errol Flynn. I've, I've heard of sure. Okay. He played well, Robin Hood, did he not? <laughs> that was that was you Carl know. Weathers. Ah, <laughs> my bad. Carl uh, Weathers movie, is almost as old as those guys. Movie Zone seven uh, seven o'clock on uh, on Thursday. I was talking to someone the other day, and they said I we're, a certain movie came up, and he said it's a classic. It's from 1992. <laughs> what? That's a classic? No, classics are from the 50s and the 40s and the 30s. Oh, man. I okay. think that definition really off changes my lawn. Uh, what? over time, Gordon, uh, the, of what's classic and not. Like like the evolution of your, uh, you know, tri- uh, classic oh, uh, oldies station, radio station. How now that somehow includes the <laughs> 90s, you know, in the 50s. The 50s have just been cut out of existence. If you get something from 68, that's, you know. I mean, that's super dipping into the vault. I think I caught the Spice Girls on the oldie station the other day. <laughs> so I just, it just evolves, you know. It, yeah. it, I think that's a term that. Here's a continues. classic from the Baja Men. You're right. <laughs> no Here kidding. comes a real oldie the presidents of the United States of America. Yeah. How about peaches? <laughs> Yeah, it's just one of those things, you know? Yeah. I, I, it, and see, it's as if Little Richard never existed. You know, it's just yeah, like, the, yet the, it's the same format. Yeah. So it, 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 I, I just, it's hard to get used to. You, you know what? For those of us of uh, who are, have a few rings around the trunk. <laughs> For today's uh, Total Request Tuesday theme, oldies. <laughs> and we'll oldies. see uh, how old they actually <laughs> how end that up goes. <laughs> Tweet, the, tweet those 2000. oldies requests in. Whatever you consider oldies. I, I like yeah. this exercise. That's a Your great favorite idea. oldie song. You know, I mean, you know some 20-something's going to come in and name something that's going to make you and I just feel ancient. And then our, our uh, older generation listeners will, uh, will uh, send in something that uh, 
you and I will probably really dig because I've got that old soul. You've got a little bit of that there, too, obviously, with your movie taste. So, you know, I feel like this is an inclusive topic. <laughs> well, it, yeah, it means something to everyone. It just means something completely different. But, uh, you know, uh, it's good. I like it. All right. So there you go. Let That's... me throw Let me throw a couple of just want to. How about Jane Mansfield? Do you know who she was? Have you ever heard of her? Oh, do we, we, we get nope. this exercise. Yeah. Uh, what, what are we doing? Okay. Well, let's not go backwards. Let's go forwards. Let's progress. Raquel Welsh. That uh, was Fuzzy Bridges. So we are here at the Dish Pros, 801-424-DISH. Give them a call today. We will talk about what happened between the Jazz and the Lakers last night. We'll talk about what's going on, obviously, around uh, the rest of the NBA. And we'll get you hooked up with sweet programming and great incentives from a great company right here at the Dish Pros. All righty. Let's get to it. It's time for your split story of the day. Two guys, two topics, two, two, two. two opinions. Two. You talk. Give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5-1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Montrezl Harrell in the paint, going at Rudy. Ball face goes to dunk and gets eviscerated at the rim by Gobert. Time to play bully ball with Rudy. Ingles conducts from the top, drives to the left hand to the lane. Scoop! There it is. Ingles finds Bogdanovich right corner three. Good. Jazz by 17. Ingles driving. Coming through the lane, looking to pass, not there. Flips up a reverse layup with the right hand and in. Wow. Where did that come from? <laughs> now Joe with a steal. Ingles in transition for three. Pow! And Joe holds the pose, saying, don't you know I'm 50% from three? I'm the greatest shooter in the world, Sam Steph Curry. And I can bury anything. Joe, step back three straight away. Hit. Who is right stepping back and burying it? Joe Ingles is something else right now, and he's got four threes. Ingles working the right side, walks into a three as they drop back and buries it. I think at one point, you know, midway through the fourth quarter, every maybe the one shot that we took was either a three or was in the deep paint. So if we're able to play that way, you know, those are high percentage plays. That requires us to be connected, and that's what we want. No matter on the court, no guy's going to play 48 minutes. So that's who we are collectively. Gordon, the Jazz beat the Lakers in Los Angeles, 111-97. to uh, No Donovan Mitchell, no Irsan Ilyasova, but everybody else played. So Mike Conley, Rudy Gobert, and Derek Favors, um, you know, two of the Jazz three All-Stars and their backup big, uh, they play, and the Jazz win, and you know, really win going away. Yeah, uh, LeBron and AD weren't present, or they were there, but they weren't playing. So, man, I'm looking forward. If those two teams match up in the playoffs, that'll be a lot of fun to observe. But last night's game, Jake, I I will say it this way, and you tell me if you disagree. I thought that was about as well played as, as the Jazz can do it. I mean, it wasn't perfect, but it was, it was pretty darn good. And, and that final margin of victory for the Jazz was was not the real way the game was. I mean, the game was not that close. The Jazz impressive all the way around, as you mentioned, all without Donovan Mitchell. Jazz shooting 57%, nearly 50 from three. Uh, what a difference Rudy Gobert makes. I mean, it, it, Jake, 14 points, 10 rebounds, I get that. But all the other aspects to him being on the court, uh, Let's ask Andre Drummond the difference that Rudy makes. You know? <laughs> I wondered if you were going to bring up uh, uh He was Andre. horrible, and, and uh, as opposed to being quite brilliant on Saturday night. Okay, let's, uh, let's, not, uh, let's not go backwards. Like uh, Rudy, just, Rudy just made his life a living hell out there, and he, he, he never will be, but uh, Rudy Gobert should get consideration as an MVP candidate. He... He makes such a difference for that team. And then you can go on down the line, and we'll talk about all this. But Joe Ingles, 8 of 11, 5 of 8 from 3, 5 assists, 21 points. Royce O'Neal, perfect from the field. Bogdanovich, 7 of 12. Mike Conley, 10 assists. Jordan Clarkson, 9 of 14 for 22. Jazz still, 43 and 15, best record in the NBA. I, I, I you know, I don't want to... 
blow this out of proportion. It's one game, but man, I'll tell you, the Jazz are a fun team to watch when they when they're hitting their shots and getting to their spots on the floor and playing some defense, which all of which they did last night. Yeah, well, they play really well when they have their their players, and Rudy Gobert is a lot better than Andre Drummond, and Rudy Gobert is also a lot better than Irsan Ilyasova when it comes <laughs> to defending somebody at the rim, mm-hmm. and Juwan Morgan, uh, who I like as a player, is six seven and two hundred and forty pounds, and is trying to guard. Uh, a man of that size is going to be uh, an uphill battle. But you put Rudy out there, who's the most gifted defensive player on the planet, and, uh, you know, he's going to have a game like that and and step in. And he played incredibly well. And he just – and, Gordon, you were alluding to this when you, you were uh, you were talking just now. He makes the other team completely change how they play the game, completely yep. change what they're they're capable of doing offensively. And sometimes some teams can get something that works for a little bit, but odds are Rudy's going to adjust to it eventually because he always seems to. And yeah. it's, it's, it, it honestly is so valuable to this Jazz team, so valuable. And, yeah, I'm with you on the MVP thing just in a sense of I'd, I'd love to see that impact recognized in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. It won't be, but, but it should be. I mean, it is really remarkable, the stark difference when he's there and when he's not there. And tell me this. How many fouls did Rudy have last night? Was it three? Uh, let's see. He Something had like three. That? Three? Is that what? Uh, if you were an opposing team, would you try and get Rudy in foul trouble? What, what would you do to try to limit what he – because the only way you can limit what he does uh, – well, it does help if you're, you know – if you have a, a center who can go outside and, and hit those long shots like the Joker can. But uh, what what are your options? Try and get him in foul trouble or something, right? But then you, but then you get uh, you get five shots blocked in the well, attempt. Yeah, exactly. That's that's a terrific point. And you know, Rudy has worked really hard at at a thing that we don't talk about a whole lot, and that's doing exactly staying out of foul trouble avoiding exactly what you're talking about remember him at the beginning of his career gordon yeah he couldn't walk out on the floor without (laughs) committing two or three fouls i mean it just was one of those things and it's something that he's really worked on and that he's really good at he's the only man i've ever i've ever seen who got called for a foul on the opening tip well that was something else (laughs) Uh, i think that was a little something else but look uh, just one one quick example with rudy he never bites on shot fakes anymore. I shouldn't say never because it's happened a couple of times this year, but he rarely ever bites on shot fakes. And when he does, we've seen it, how he's blocked the shot on the second bounce anyway, which is which is pretty remarkable in and of itself. So in observing that game and considering what the Jazz are able to do when they you heard Quinn Snyder talking about the importance of them getting where they want to get to take their shots, namely from the three-point line and from uh, inside the paint there. They are so good when they when they command. The Lakers are a good defensive team, even without those guys, you know. It's a good defensive team, and, and the Jazz were just getting where they wanted to do, and then you, then you see the efficiency. We've talked a lot about what's the difference between the Jazz when they're shooting 57% and when they're shooting 39%. Uh, it's it's getting to their spots. I really think that's you you really despise the make or miss league thing, but it's it's doing the work necessary to get where you where you should get in order to take your shots. And even without LeBron, give the the Lakers some credit. They're still a good defensive team, and they played the the Jazz tough in both games defensively. But the the Jazz, you know, figured out how to combat it, and and actually had unique solutions in in both games. You know, the three point attempt uh, numbers were down to thirty three as opposed to fifty nine. But the personnel was so different. You know, they could play. They could combat that pressure defense differently, which they did with uh, with dribble penetration and the pick and roll with Rudy. So, you know, they it was <clears throat> personnel changed the way the Jazz were able to attack what the Lakers were doing defensively anyway. Yeah, I I say this because I love you, but you kind of repeated what I said. But it's okay if you agree with me. I I do agree with you sometimes. 
I repeat. So I'd agree exactly. with you, Gordon, but then we'd both be right. Was that an exact repeat, Austin? Uh, it wasn't verbatim, but okay. Well, at least there were there were some verbatim words, <laughs> some similarities. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's okay. I, okay. I get it. But yeah, I, I was just impressed by what I saw. And it's fun to watch. It's such a fun team to watch. When uh, have you ever heard Mark Jackson be more effusive in his praise? Uh, I have no idea. I didn't watch the ESPN oh. uh, broadcast. Oh. Did you watch Gordon? Did you watch the whole game with his commentary? Not muted because I could not get past three or four minutes of it. Oh, he was very complimentary of the Jazz. It was, and I don't care what he whether he was complimentary or whether he was being negative. He's so dang boring in his delivery. <laughs> no, I, I don't. Know, I don't mind that. I, I listened, I to, I listened that. to Locke Gordon, and he was definitely complimentary. Well, yeah, okay. So, uh, yeah, I mean, really good all the way around for the Jazz, and um, I, I. I I think Quinn was pretty happy with what he saw, all with Donovan Mitchell rehabbing or healing or whatever he's doing at this point. With a with a with a sprained ankle like that, do they start rehabbing right away, or is he just uh, need rest right now? I I don't know. Oh yeah, they do rehab right away. Absolutely. What do they call it? Stem. You know they're they're working on that a ton. Is that when I'm they sure. are, they send electrical currents through your joint? Oh, it stands for something else. It's an acronym, though, right? Austin, you know what I'm talking about? Uh, which is that? What, uh, Isn't it called STEM? Yeah, science. Uh, right. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's some sort of acronym. Anyway, point being, yeah, they, they work Science, on technology, thing. something math. <laughs> oh, yeah, STEM. That's not right. <laughs> so that's science, technology, engineering, and math. That's not what I'm thinking of. It's like heat, ice, something, something. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Some, some, some. Somebody Donovan, send it as, I think as, it was was, as was mentioned uh, last night, uh, Donovan Mitchell, obviously the second leading scorer since the All-Star break in the league. And uh, the Jazz last night uh, played without a hitch, really. All right. Uh, we are live here, Gordon. We are at the Dish Pros. 801-424-DISH is the number to call. The man, the myth, the legend, jumping on. Ryan from the Dish Pros. What's up, Ryan? How are you? So good to see you again. It's good to see you, buddy. How are things? Things are well. Uh, staying healthy and, uh, you know, business is uh, getting as good as ever. So super stoked about this. You Ryan, are, uh... right, right. Wait, let me ask Ryan a question before you he bet. proceeds here. What do you got, Gordon? We were talking earlier, Ryan, about uh, some of the old starlets of Hollywood. And I brought up Greta Garbo and Marlene Dietrich and uh, Jane Mansfield. And these guys were acting like I was just making these names up. And I said, I bet Ryan knows those names. Errol Flynn. Yeah. Yeah. yeah? There, okay. There's uh, there's definitely some, some names there that uh, – that ring a bell. My father, my father would probably know more than me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then Austin came up with the idea of what, what was your idea, Austin? Something about well, isn't uh, it, Ryan? Isn't it that you can talk into your remote there by dish, and it will find yeah. a, a movie or show with that person? All right. So uh, what try was the name? try Greta Garbo. Is that her name? <laughs> I don't think it's Greta Garbo. It's uh, Greta Garbo. Garbo. Um, okay, yeah, so let's it's, see. It's Greta Garbo. I'll tell you Greta Garbo. Yeah. And if, <laughs> if Dish knows her, then I'll leave Gordon alone. <laughs> it just said Garbo. Yeah. All right. How, how, wait, hold on a second. How, how do you say the name right? Garbo. Garbo. Okay, so. Gordon's not Greta saying the name correctly. Garbo. No, I am saying it, it is Greta Garbo. That's how it's said. Oh, there she is. Yeah. In minute, what is that? I don't know. I say that. I don't want to try. Yeah, I don't want to try that either. Let's see. That couldn't Grand be. Hotel, <laughs> the Painted Ville, Vale. Sorry, the Two Faced Woman. There you okay. go. Okay. Did oh, you think what, what are the odds that's literally a woman with two faces? Well, <laughs> the documentary. <laughs> the point is two faces. The point is when you speak in your remote, uh, it it'll find darn near anything for you. Right? It's super useful. Yeah, it's pretty neat. I use mine all the time. Uh, the uh, the technology, it, I mean, I bring this up in a lot of my live calls. It's kind of like this should be a promotion itself because this is like a little powerful Google Assistant that you get for every room of your house. So, But the neat thing is I think a lot of people like this is it doesn't listen to you. Like the regular ones, it only listens to you when you push the mic button. 
Which I like, yes. personally, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. There's already enough stuff listening to you at this point. So. <laughs> right. Why add more? Yeah, for sure. But the, the remote is awesome. The the I love the easy interface with, like, Netflix and that sort of thing. I mean, it's basically its own channel. Like, Dish is, just, Dish is great. Yeah, there, it's a... It's a massive improvement over the over the years, and you know we tell people that. Uh, I mean, Gordon, you you had you had another satellite provider just a few years ago. I mean, you can tell that was it an improvement for you? Yes, definitely. And uh, here, here's the thing: when you uh, when you, if you need help with anything, the the fact that you guys are dependable and local is it makes all the difference in my experience anyway. That's the goal, and that, that I think that's why Dish is really. Uh, created and pumped up these premier retailers which we are um we're the storefront or showroom for dish and um it's exciting there's so many things that are constantly happening and innovating with dish and they've added the you know the smart home stuff and they really want to get these cameras and it's fun we got these you know 300 uh iq camera from uh, google that uh, you get with the system when you get set up for free. So cool. You've got it going right now, in fact, right? Yeah. So it's just, and it, this is, uh, if you have multiple cameras, I actually, I apologize because I, I should have had the, another camera set up in another part of the office, but you can have them split screen. So you can have your cameras on your big screen TV. So if you're like, what's going on outside, you know, that you can push a button and they'll, they'll, uh, it'll show you right on your TV along with your phone. But it's a smart technology. You can actually activate the, the facial recognition software if you want, and then it'll tell you if you have, like, a strange person in your house. Hmm. Wow. So you can essentially kind of use this as your own monitoring security system. It won't, you, can't, you can't call it a security system, but, I mean, it does promote security because you can know if you have a stranger walking in your front door. It's going right. to send you a notification and say, somebody we don't know right. is that in your house. So cool little extras, and it's all integrated. So just like the remote, you got that. You can do the Google Hub. We've got uh, the great two-year promotion with the uh, uh, price guarantee, movie channels. And then on top of that, we got a little extra incentive marketing money. We did this last fall, and it was a big success. Instead of spending more money with you guys on the radio, they will, well, hey, we'll give it back to customers. So if you sign up today, and this is a strictly today, you can't do it another day, but you during the remote, you'll get a uh, hundred bucks cash back. Wow! So a hundred dollars cash back just for getting on the books today. Yep, that's amazing. And uh, get out, uh, get it installed by tomorrow, right? Yeah, I mean, get it installed tomorrow. You guys are amazing that way. Get the camera or the uh, the Google Wi-Fi router if you want. If if you want to go that direction, on top of the dish with the hopper voice remote. It's a it's a massive upgrade. I'm sure there are a lot of folks out there that have been driving around listening to you uh, and kind of on the fence. Now is the time. Hundred yeah. bucks. Put them back in Today's your pocket. The day. Today <laughs> is the day, and that's why you want to call eight zero one four two four dish. Ryan, we're excited to be here. We appreciate you. Matt, thank you. All right, more big show next. Ninety seven five and twelve eighty the zone. What time is it? It's half past the hour and time to talk Utah Jazz. Oh, Donovan! This is your Jazz at 30 update, presented by Syringa Networks. Working from home or with a hybrid workforce? Get a powerful IT partner with Syringa Networks. Call 385-420-7881 or visit syringanetworks.net. Ring the 30-point belt. Jazz came away with a win over the Lakers last night, 111-97. Jordan Clarkson, 22 points to lead the way. Joe Ingles with just a terrific game with 21. Rudy Gobert, difference maker in his return, 14 points, 10 boards. Coach Quinn Snyder talked about uh, what made the difference last night. You know, I thought we came out, frankly, Tony, with a good focus at the beginning of the game as well. You know, anytime you play a team, that when you build a little bit of a lead, you know, they're going to they're gonna raise their level. Rudy did what, what he does, you know, he protected the rim and did a great job of staying spaced. I, I think our spacing tonight was as good as it's been in a long time. And as a result, you saw the ball move. And I don't know how many assists we had, but it seemed like the ball was pinging around. You know, that's a good formula for us. Up next, the Jazz take on the Houston Rockets in Houston coming up tomorrow night. Tip-off will be 6 o'clock. Uh, pre-game coverage uh, will begin at 5. This update brought to you by our friends at Syringa Networks.
you want. You're locked on to the big show presented by Big O Tires. Just doing it big, you know. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Little BB King, this one goes out to Rod. It is a total request Tuesday. What is an oldie to you? We're taking your oldies. So, BB uh, King, that's that's great. It's brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. For the latest tour news and artist insight, uh, go to LiveNation.com. Few did it better, Gordo. Yeah, no doubt about that. Good stuff all the way around. You know, I'm waiting for someone to dial in with an oldie from, like, uh, Justin Bieber or something. Let's hope not, uh, because that would make me feel ancient, of course. <laughs> Ryan Odom is going to join the show coming up uh, probably in about seven, eight minutes, so stay tuned uh, for that. We'll get to know the new Utah State basketball coach. Uh, David James is going to jump on the show at 4 o'clock today, and Bowler makes his Tuesday appearance, as usual, right there. At five, so stay tuned, and we'll have what's going on coming up at uh, at three o'clock, and we'll talk a lot of uh, a lot of jazz basketball, obviously, uh, on the program. But uh, we could even uh, uh, Hanson Scotty will hear a clip uh, talking to Jay Hill. We could even mix in a little Weaver State football headed to the playoffs. Gordon, you like uh, you like in college football in the spring, or has has it been hard to pay attention to? Oh, I've watched some of it. I mean, I haven't watched all of it, but uh, man, it's been kind of a crazy season for Weaver State. Uh, what what uh, seed do they have heading into the tournament, the playoffs? They're unseeded, I believe, but they do uh, they do uh, have a home game. So, mm-hmm. and I feel, I well, believe Weber State fans were a little grumpy about uh, about yeah. being unseeded, but that that surprises me. Uh, they've had some they've had some close close games, but uh, still, that, that's one of the best uh, FCS uh, programs in the entire country now. I know, but see, I've been trying to be a little more dialed in on Weber with the spring football because the experiment of it all uh, grabbed mm-hmm. my curiosity. But I, I would not be uh, being genuine if I told you how they compared to their peers. Does that make any sense? Like, I couldn't come on and give you a real educated opinion about whether or not these other teams deserved it more. Oh, I love it when Dave Fox talks to Tony Parks and asks him, you know, uh, uh, what, uh, you know, if the wind is blowing down there, you know. Yeah, right. like AJ, is that what you're saying? Yeah. You're comparing yeah. Tony? To see that on-off button? Let's turn that off. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, I've, I've, caught, I've caught some of those games. And, yeah, uh, right, yeah. right, right. But, uh, I mean, you, you know, I, how are the Dakota schools doing? You know, that's, I guess, what I'm saying is I'm not dialed into the whole scene yeah, uh, to you. be able to accurately compare, uh, you know, uh, Weber State to North Carolina A&T. <laughs> which I don't know if that's a team even. I'm not looking at the bracket right now, obviously. But thus my point. I've been trying yeah. to stay in uh, dialed in on Weber, who's, who's played some exciting games, as you uh, as you mentioned, but uh, I'm not sure, comparatively speaking, to know if they got the shaft or not. Yeah. Uh, that I don't know either. But, uh, I mean, I grew up watching uh, Division Two and Division One AA football, as they called it back in the day. And it was fun. It was fun, fun football to watch. I, f- I saw a highlight from your Mud Hens the other day where I think it was the opponent that made the most miraculous touchdown pass I think I've ever seen. Oh, really? I mean, it was the luckiest thing you've ever seen, but it was it was pretty wild nonetheless. It's not the Mud Hens. It's the Blue Hens. Get it straight. The Mud Hens. That's what I said. The mud- That'd be Toledo. Well, no, that's hens. in Ohio. You're talking about Delaware. Yeah, which is the fighting Blue Hens. Mud Hens. But anywho, uh, joining us next. Stephen, no, I don't even know what a mud hen is. Stay tuned. Ryan Odom, new uh, Utah State basketball coach, is on the big show next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Utah's highest rated, most listened to sports radio afternoon show. I grind every day just so I can live a better life. This is The Big Show, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing. And the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. 
It is the Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Live from the Dish Professionals, 80 of South and State. Give them a call, 801-424-DISH. It's time to talk a little Aggie basketball. Let's get out to the zone phone. The new head basketball co- coach at Utah State he is Ryan Odom with us here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Coach, good afternoon. Thank you very much for a few minutes. How are you? Uh, doing great. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate you guys getting me on. Well, absolutely, and I know you've you know uh, done a, several interviews since you've gotten to town. But for our listeners, uh, tell us a, a little bit about you and and how you've come to find yourself as the head basketball coach in Logan. Yeah, I mean, I'm extremely fortunate, you know, to be here. Uh, obviously, Utah State's a special place. Aggie Nation uh, is really strong here. Great people so far. I mean, I think the biggest thing that I've been excited about is, you know, Coach Smith and his staff recruited some great guys here, um, quality people. And I've had a, a ton of fun over the last two weeks kind of getting to know these these players, um, you know, that are here. We've got our last practice today before they kind of, you know, finish up school and, and begin to move on and, and transition into the summer. But, um you know, I grew up in a coaching family. My father was a coach, you know, for 40-plus years and had coach at Wake Forest where he had guys like Tim Duncan and Randolph Childress and Rodney Rogers and some great players, you know, back in the 90s. And then uh, finished his career at South Carolina. And I had some good teams there, you know, as well and some great players. Uh, one, actually, in particular, was the head coach of Oklahoma State, Mike Boynton, played for my father at, at, uh, at, at South Carolina. And... Uh, my brother uh, is in basketball as well. He's a scout for the Jazz, a regional scout for, for Dennis Lindsay and, and his staff. Um, and, uh, you know, my wife and I and, and kids are just thrilled to be here in Cache Valley. So, Ryan, I have a question about your experience at UMBC. And, by the way, uh, Jake and I are both familiar with that part of the country. Uh, I grew up in Delaware, and Jake has family roots in Virginia. No way. Right, right, Jim. Right. So, yeah, the the uh, the eastern shore of Virginia, in fact, right there on yeah. the Chesapeake. Yeah. Oh my so, gosh! Uh, so right over yeah. the border, huh? Nice. Yeah. And so, uh, uh, my father was a Virginia Tech graduate, and I know you spent a great deal of time there. I did. Yeah, yeah. seven years there with Coach Greenberg. That was so, fun. Fun times. So, Ryan, tell me, how in the world did you turn that program around in one year? Uh, what was a difference of like fourteen mm-hmm. wins, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Um, you know, I think one of the biggest things that, you know, um, I've benefited from is certainly being around the game my entire life. Um, you know, I've worked at a lot of different institutions. Um, you know, uh, I've been able to, to kind of, you know, the majority of the jobs that I've worked at over the years, some have been a little bit like Utah State that, you know, are, are, are great overall programs and have tremendous tradition. And then some of the others, um, you know, we're, we're kind of rebuilds and, um, you know, I've watched first year head coaches kind of go through what I'm going through right now in terms of taking over a program and getting to know the players and all the things that you have to deal with when you first move into a new atmosphere, a new program. And so I think just all of that experience helped me. Uh, and then, you know, when you add to the fact that, you know, you have that experience and then you have great assistant coaches. And, and people around that, that, you know, really help get things going quickly. Um, you know, I think we've been able to, to have success. And, uh, you know, certainly uh, the biggest thing is having the talent, you know, and being able to recruit the talent uh, to be able to, to make the pieces fit uh, with what you have returning to that roster. And uh, Lenore Ryan was a little bit similar. You know, when I first went there, they had won – seven or eight games the year before and you know we were able to to recruit pretty well and pretty quickly and we were able to turn it around and and we made it to the sweet 16 that year and then that led me to umbc umbc the cupboard was not bare um we had to to do a good job of recruiting right away and we were able to sign some some solid players one in particular was kj mara the point guard that you saw in the ncaa tournament um, we would not have, have made it to the NCAA tournament or, or, or been able to have the success that we did once we got there had we not signed him that first year. And so uh, I think that's one of the biggest – there's, there's a lot of different factors that go, in, go into to quick turnarounds. 
obviously Utah State's a little bit different situation. You know, there's there's Coach Smith and his his staff did an amazing job here of the three years that they were here, three straight NCAA tournaments, NBA draft picks, uh, hopefully having another one here in Nimi, you know, and in, in coming in June. Obviously Sam Merrill doing doing big things in the NBA now. Um, a lot of positivity. Um, we are losing some players, and so we've got to make sure that we do do the right thing from a recruiting perspective here, and and uh, and, and and sign players that will complement the guys that we have currently on the roster. What was attractive to you about the job there in Logan? I think tradition, you know, first and foremost, and the care that our alums have for this basketball program, and. And that, that obviously goes from starts with the players that played here uh, and the coaches that coached here. And there's been some great coaches and great players that have come through this, this program and, and helped build it to where it is right now. Uh, obviously, you know, lastly with, with, uh, with Coach Smith and his staff. Um, and so that, that was huge uh, for me. Um, you know, the, the spectrum, uh, spectrum magic is something special. Uh, you know, it's a place where, you know, you want to be, you want to be the coach of, of the team playing as the home court team, as opposed to the visiting coach uh, on the other side uh, when you come into the spectrum. And I think that, that was a big factor. I think you have a natural recruiting footprint, a recruiting base. I think college basketball, because of the transfer rules right now, um, you know, the level that the Mountain West is at right now, I think, you know, is the right level. You know, from you know the high major, it's hard. It's hard to keep that thing going and fight fight teams at the Power Five year in and year out. Uh, I do think you know programs like Utah State, like Xavier, like VCU, like um, you know schools of that caliber, uh, you know, earn a sweet spot. You know, you can get high major players that will you know maybe want to go down a notch into a different level. You can get guys that are playing at a lower level that really crush it and do well that want to go up and challenge themselves against higher level competition and so i think you you're we have a sweet spot and when you have people that care about your program like we do um you know it's 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 a recipe for success so ryan you stressed recruiting obviously you've got your tentacles in certain parts of the country and programs and whatnot uh what's it like to transfer from the East Coast out here, and how important is local recruiting to you, or is it going to be more in uh, national and, I don't know, international reach? Yeah, I mean, I think certainly you want to take care of your home base first and foremost. That's the most important, uh, you know, to any school. It doesn't matter where your school is located. You want to make sure that you take care of, 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 you know, your recruiting footprint. Those are the folks that are going to be, uh, you know, most impactful, most uh, – they understand your university. They understand what it's like to be a student there. A lot of times they have uh, parents or cousins or whatever that went to this school. And so you want to make sure that you're reaching out to those folks, you know, that, that really care about Utah State, you know, first and foremost. And, you know, have grow up. Some kids grow up dreaming about playing here. And, you know, that's a unique thing. It's not like that everywhere. Um, you know, and then I think, you know, uniquely for me, I mean, I, the game is, 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 and our world is so much smaller nowadays, um, certainly than when my father coached. He was one of the first guys to begin to go overseas and recruit players, um, you know, back when he was at, at Wake Forest and had some great players, obviously most notably Tim Duncan. Um, but he had others, you know, along the way that did really well. My brother as well recruited guys that, were overseas and from overseas that could play. And uh, I've done the same during my career. Um, this is a contacts business. It's a business where you, you, you know, the better you have contacts you have, uh, you know, the better chance you have to be able to put, put a great team together. Uh, and, you know, contacts are built on relationships and trust and they're built on, on treating people the right way uh, along the way. And, um, you know, we've tried to do that, you know, at every stop that we've been at. Um, you know, I think, I think I've, I've hired a staff, obviously, that I'm extremely comfortable with. We work well together. Uh, they meet – my guys meet people extremely well. 
And so I'm excited for, for the folks here in Utah to get to know my staff, my assistant coaches here. Is there an on-the-court identity that you like to have your teams or your teams to have? Yeah, I mean, I think it's aggressive offensively, um, but really efficient. Um, you know, I think you're going to see a team that's going to take great shots, a team that's really going to share the ball. Um, a lot of times the open guy is the go-to guy. Uh, we do try to score early uh, in transition, uh, but at the same time, if we don't have it, we keep searching uh, for the right shot for our team. And clearly we're going to try to go at matchups. You know, we have some really good players in the program that are returning, and I think we, we're obviously going to recruit some guys to, to complement those guys. Um, defensively, we want to be stingy on defense. We want to make it hard for the other team. And uh, we want to be, you know, the best teams in college basketball, you know, really defend and rebound. You know, Utah State the last couple of years has been excellent, you know, from a defensive rebounding standpoint and an offensive rebounding standpoint. And so we want to continue that trend. Um, and then offensively, we want to try to, you know, you know, really be as efficient as possible, scoring at the rim and attacking the paint, uh, but then also being ready to shoot from behind the arc, you know, as well. So we play a fun, fun style of basketball. It's probably a little bit more European style, um, you know, than most. But, uh, you know, it's a, it's a fun game. Well, Coach, thank you for jumping on with us. And uh, we are the home of the Utah State Aggies, so we certainly look forward to carrying your games. And also with that in mind, the the play-by-play guy likes it when you give him a hard time. I mean, really give him a hard time. That's that's what he's used to. We will definitely do that. I appreciate your time, fellas. Look forward to getting to know you guys. Hey, thank yeah. you, Coach. Thank you very much. Hey, Ryan, Ryan Scotty, Scotty Gerard is a little bit of a pain, but you'll get used to him. You know, yeah. <laughs> I was on with him the other day for his podcast up in Maverick Stadium. <laughs> stadium. So we had a blast together. But uh, I'll give him a hard time for you next time I see him. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, Coach. There you go. That's uh, Coach Ryan Odom, new head basketball coach at Utah State. Big thanks to him for uh, jumping on with us here on the big show. Uh, all right, we'll get to more coming up. We've got what's going on coming up right around the corner, but we are live from the Dish Professionals. We're here, 80th South State. Uh, very easy to get to right on the corner. Um, and, uh, of course, you can always call 801-424-DISH, 801-424-DISH. And, Ryan, I know it's been a little bit since uh, since you guys have redone the place, but I love how visible it is from the street now. It's super easy to find. Hold on, Johnny's not with us, so it's up to me. I forget. You, you left me that. off. There That's you go. my fault. Not, in, not intentional, sir. But anyway, it's cool. It's easy to find. Yeah, this is a uh, – it's turned out to be a really good location. Just right, I really like Midvale because it's right in the middle of the valley, so it's a Midvale. That's probably why they named it. So it's super nice that, uh, you know, we're on State Street right in the middle of the valley. It's easy to get to and uh, um, definitely – encourage people to you know come by take the challenge you know, let us blow your mind we'll show you how cool the hopper system is and how easy it is to operate and um make you feel comfortable if we make the decision well you say it all the time but you guys are a showroom for dish i mean to, to find the full i you know i've i've been a dish customer for a while now and i still don't think i operate at like the, the full capability <laughs> of the thing you know it does so much so come get a come do a test drive yeah and we'll show you the uh the voice remote um uh, you know, one of my favorites is the remote locator. That's a, it's always a good one with the, oh, man. Uh, have you used that? All the time. All the time. That's your little one, right? They, oh, they... yeah. They hide it everywhere. And, <laughs> yep, you hit that button and you just, you, you put an ear out there for a couple of seconds and it beeps. It's so easy. It's so much better than ransacking the whole uh-huh. room. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's a, uh, I feel bad for, it's, it's. It's uh to me it's it's funny to think about you know all the cable and direct TV customers out there that don't have that and they're missing out on just those little things but that's that's why Dish has got this overall customer satisfaction award and I'm sure it isn't just the voice remote or the locating remote right. but it's a combination of all the little things that uh, Dish has innovated and added and uh, just to make the system easier uh, and uh, you know my. My eighty-seven-year-old uh, mom. She's uh, she's a hopper fanatic. She, she loves, loves it. it, and awesome. She actually got in a situation last year where they they because of the facilities she's in, they moved her because of the COVID thing, and she wasn't in her space, and so she wanted to watch uh, some of the games that were on, and uh, you know she had the iPad, so we had the Dish Anywhere app, and 
um, talked her through it just uh, really easy for an 87-year-old. She awesome. talked her through it, opened the app, and there's her DVR recordings. And uh, she asked me later, she goes, how much extra does that cost? And I was Mom, that's included in the service. That's it. That's it. It's just you can watch TV it's anywhere. There. Which is, and the, the app is incredible. I mean, if you travel at all, it comes in handy mm-hmm. uh, a ton. Now, 801-424-DISH, of course, everybody knows the number. Uh, but now is the time to call because you're doing something special for Zone listeners. I don't like it that you didn't give the money to us. But you know what? Go to our <laughs> listeners. That's pretty awesome. Get signed up today. Get signed up today. And, uh, you know, DISH is here. Some of the executives with DISH are here. They're, they're helping me. And we're going uh, to entice it a little step further. They, they want to, uh, to really make us a big win. So, listen, if you call and get set up, you get a two-year promotion. You call and get uh, uh, your choice of the IQ Nest camera, $299 camera, Sweet. or – you can take the Google Wi-Fi router. You, everybody who signs up today gets $100 cash back. And then uh, this is the extra. Uh, we're, we did this last year. We're gonna, they want to bring it back, and we'll do a $1,000 drawing. So everybody who signs up gets entered into a $1,000 drawing uh, that you end up winning. So, And it's the odds are very good. So it's, it's definitely a, a big positive. It's worth your while. It's not one of those yeah. big national contests yes. where it's one in a zillion, somebody will win it. No, it's here, sign up through us, and that's in addition to the 100 bucks. Yeah, it, and it, I know I don't want to I don't want to over like sell like all the extra promos because it's almost overdone. But like if if you're thinking about getting dish, you're crazy if you don't do it now. It's worthwhile all the time. Yeah. But now it's this is this, this is, is the good. This one. is the day. <laughs> all right. 801-424-DISH. You heard Ryan. Pick up that phone. 801-424-DISH. Thanks, buddy. Thank you. All right. A hundred bucks. Enter to win a thousand. Huge. Awesome. 801-424-DISH. More next. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.